Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 339, and Nikki Guns nailed this one. Unlike last week, he nailed this one. See if you can, too. Nikki Guns and I talk about the AFC South and the NFC South. It's the South. We talk about the South this in this podcast. Remember, you can contact me with any comments and questions at Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast at Twitter, at Talk Gambling. Yeah, I'm back on Twitter. And a new email address for you, talkgambling at gmail.com. Uh, so email questions. Email me some, uh, whether it's on Twitter uh, or whether it's direct email to the Gmail. Uh, give me some questions. Maybe something we don't hit in the uh, in the preview, the NFL preview. We've done the East. We've done the South. We, we got the West and the North coming up. Uh, email me your questions, and we'll, we'll be sure to answer those. Um, the MyBookie AG, go there. They got a super contest. $100 entry fee. First place wins $100,000. Pick five games each week. You don't need a proxy. It's fantastic. They have 14 other pl- uh, places for prizes. If they get more than 2,000 people, they'll have quarterly prizes as well. Uh, absolutely great opportunity there. Use promo code DARTH at checkout uh, to support the podcast. And another way to support the podcast, go to jeffreyblanger.com. We support you. We give you free picks. Whether it's NFL, whether it's college football, that's coming up on Saturday. Major League Baseball, Darth Wager's killing it this year. Me, not so much. Had a good July, August, eh. But, hey, July was pretty good. Let's see if I can finish strong. And uh, when you get those winnings, go to my bookie, AJ, and uh, buy yourself, you know, make a bet on those games. And then go to the Amazon banner ad on the website. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play. Buy yourself something nice. It helps support the cost of the show. No additional cost to you. Uh, the book, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You can get that directly from my publisher, thewordverve.com, or if Amazon Prime user or Kindle Select user, you can download to your favorite electronic reading device for absolutely free. Let's get to it. Podcast number 339 with the guns. Nikki Guns, episode 339. So we're looking for uniform number three. Nine. Three niner. Let's see if we do a little better than the last podcast. Didn't do good last time. This is a football player. A fullback. Born on Christmas Day, 1946, in Stowe, Ohio. Six foot three and a half inch. Two hundred thirty seven pounds. Larry Zonka. Larry Zonka. Went to Syracuse. I was going to say, my, my final clue was going to be Miracle at the Meadowlands. He was supposed to get the run, and then Herman Edwards picked up the ball and scored in 1978. Thank God I was only four years old and don't remember that. I'm sure my father does. He's listening. He probably had to pull over to the side of the road if he was in a car right now. <laughs> bad memories for the G-Men. Uh, there was a lot of bad memories for the G-Men in the 70s, I believe. Uh all right, so uh, it, one of uh, about 100 episodes or so ago, I had a listener on the show, give some picks. He, he, he would tweet, uh, Twitter to me, tweet to me, whatever. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll have you on the show. And I had him on the show. He's got his own pod because I've been off Twitter for about six months. I'm back on Twitter. Uh, you can look up Talk Gambling, Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, and you, you can get the show. And John Delaney has his own Locky Lock podcast. He's probably got, I think, almost 
50 or 60 episodes in right now. Nice. Uh, he's got a nice little platform. Right? I've been talking to him about it. Uh, they use this to, to bring his podcast out there. We, it might work out well in Vegas. We can just do it from our phones, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, shout out to John Delaney. Give a listen to Locky Lock podcast. Uh, it's almost like a daily podcast. Darth Weidra wanted to do something like this. Like, just go like 10, 15 minutes every day. Give a pick every day. I'm like, dude, I have a full-time job, three kids. I can't do a podcast every freaking day. But uh, John Delaney, Locky Lock does. He does, a, he does a great job. He's uh, a good listen. He's a funny dude too. So uh, give, him a, give him a listen. Uh, John Delaney, Locky Lock podcast. We're going to the NFC South. We're going south. Like the birds. And the first team we're going to talk about happens to be a bird. The Falcons. What do you got on the Falcons, Nikki Guns? Uh, so just first of all, overall, I think this division is going to be heavily contested. Um, I think all four teams are have the potential to be really good. Uh, let's start with Atlanta. Um, first big news for them was Dirk Cotter's back. Uh, he was their coordinator from 2012 to 2014 when Matt Ryan uh, was having the best numbers of his career. Uh, he was fired from Tampa Bay. So him and Matt Ryan are real familiar with each other. Um, Going to put an offense Matt Ryan likes. Uh, I think Matt Ryan is uh, an underrated quarterback. I think he's really, really good quarterback. Um the biggest question for Atlanta this year to me is going to be their offensive line. Um, so they went bananas um, in the offseason trying to fix this line. Uh, they want to get bigger to run, and they want to uh, run like an inside zone scheme with bigger guys, and they want to protect Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan took a beating last year. Uh, so they picked up four new guys in free agency. Um the kicker just popped the hell out of a guy. Oh, Holy shit. <laughs> San Francisco kicker. Just freaking leveled a guy run from the Broncos. Oh, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> just I'll, like I'll watch the replay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just amazing. Wow. I think he got penalized for having his head down. down. It. Yeah. Uh, they also drafted um, two more. In the first round, two more offensive linemen. So that's their focus. Um, that was that was what I was going to talk about. Yeah, these I, I put out a tweet about this um, yesterday or today about how everybody. This is a copycat league, and everybody's copycatting what the Indianapolis Colts did. Yep, redoing the whole offensive line. The Bills have done it. Now you're looking at Atlanta Falcons. Three free agents, two draft picks, new O line coach. Um, it's like we said the other night. I mean, we, it's just to me, that's where the, ga- the game is won, won and lost. Offensive line, D-line. If I were a GM, I'd be every year. And not a new old line coach. Uh, Chris Morgan's I'd, coach. Yep, I'd be drafting an offensive lineman and defensive lineman every year. At, somewhere in the top four. I, I think the strength of this team, again, Matt Ryan. I'm a little concerned about uh, Dirk Cotter coming back there. He plans to remix his his – Don Coriel styled offense with Kyle Shanahan's outside zone and some of the tight ends coach Mike Malarkey's old power attack. You're going to hear me say this constantly over and over again with teams. You got to know what you are. And you're running Don Coriel style offense, a outside zone type offense, and an old power attack offense. Who are you? You have to have an identity. And it seems like they don't have one. 
that's that's a big concern to me. So, um, I think Dan Quinn, not not a good coach. You can't blow that lead in the Super Bowl. I don't care if you're uh, the offensive coordinator does the play calls. You're the fucking head coach. After the first pass was a fuck up, you get in that freaking microphone or or freaking you, you run into the goddamn huddle yourself and say something. It's the goddamn Super Bowl. So I I, I am not high on him as a coach. Um, offensive line negative. Defensive line is okay. Secondary is okay. Their schedule's not too bad. Um, the schedule for them, they at Minnesota. Philly home at Indianapolis is a tough start. They followed it up with Tennessee home at Houston at Arizona. That's a little bit better. Uh, I was I was on look at them for over nine wins, believe it or not. Uh, even with even though I don't like their coach or their offensive line, I I don't trust this South Division. I think it might be. I think it's going to be very competitive, but not in a good way. I think teams are all taking a step back, and maybe Atlanta gets a little bit better. And I think Tampa is going to be a little better, but not much. I think they have a chance for nine wins. So and it's plus one hundred five. I like the odds on that. Okay, uh, um, especially with a good quarterback. So I love their skill position at receiver. I love um, Sanu. Julio's a you know a monster, underrated, just does his business. Calvin Ridley, great route runner. Um, I think here, let's see if Freeman can bounce back at running back. You know, he's only 27 years old, but he's not last two years. He's been absolutely dreadful, injured constantly, concussions constantly. Um, they lost, um, they lost Coleman. Te- they lost Tevin Coleman. I yep. think that's a big loss. He went to San Fran. He, he did a lot of good he things did. for them. So all they got now is Ito Smith sitting back there. Um, I think Quinn's a middle-of-the-road coach. I don't think he's anything special. I don't think he's anything. He's a good motivator. Um, D line, you know, you got Grady Jarrett in there who anchors the line. He's he's a stud. Vic Beasley, yeah, Beasley. I think the key to this team this year and what's going to be a huge difference for them, Deion James, Deion James being one of them, and uh, Deion uh, Deion Jones, the linebacker, and uh, that safety. That's what I meant, Jones. Yeah, Deion Jones, and then the safety, um, Neil. Neil's remember he tore his ACL and they lost him for the year. Those were two yeah. impact guys on defense that are coming back. Yep. I think that's going to make a huge difference on their defense. I look at their schedule and I'm looking at the first five games as like pretty much murderers row. So I think if they can survive those first five, they've got the Texans. But they get Philly at home. The tough part is four of the first six are on the damn road. Yep. So I it's really that's a really hard start to the season. You got Minnesota, Philadelphia, the Colts, the Titans, and uh, the Texans, and then to me, if they can go two and four in that, though, if they that can, means, yeah. that means six in our last, you know, ten games are home. But then here's the thing: weeks ten through fourteen, five straight games against the NFC South. That's not going to be easy. That's going to decide their season right there. Yeah, weird quirk in the schedule. Um, like I said, well, we both agreed. Everything's going to revolve around that line, and um, I see them competing for that division title, but I don't see them as the favorites. Yeah, I, I, I think you know, we'll find out with the rest of these teams. I think the rest of this this division might take a little step back here, and the Falcons maybe if they just hold the hold the fort, 
get those two defensive yeah, guys that's back. Huge. That's big. That, that might make a big difference for them. On to Carolina. I'll lead off with Carolina. All right. Uh, I'm a little concerned about them. <laughs> I'm actually very concerned about them. Uh, the tight end, uh, Olsen. Olsen, hurt a lot. Offensive line, uh, not the best. Not the best. And you have a quarterback with a banged-up shoulder from last year. Apparently not from you know, throwing the ball. It's from the hits he was taking. And there's a reason why. Uh, their nickel cornerback situation is a freaking mess. And if you can't if you can't play nickel defense now in the NFL, you're in big trouble. And I know McCaffrey's good. Who the hell is Cam Newton not throw the ball to? There's you have poor offensive line, and you're you're relying on let's say uh, DJ Moore and Curtis uh, Samuel. Curtis Samuel I'm about both those guys. Uh, Torrey Smith, he was he was awesome in Baltimore. I mean, I am just – you have a bad offensive line. I just read you those names of the wide receivers. Are they getting separation? From what I'm hearing and, and they're saying right now in training camp, Curtis Samuel is uncoverable, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, so it's year three, of, year three of a wide receiver too. That's always a – Yep, a, a helpful here. thing. Yep. Uh, I I do like Cam Newton as a QB. He was having one of his best years until he got hurt last year. So I think that's a plus for him. I think Ron Rivera, he's a plus as a coach, does a good job. The riverboat gambler. That offensive line, though, is so bad. It scares me. Defensive line, not bad. Uh, it's it's serviceable. Uh, I, I I think uh, – is it – did Julius Peppers just retire retired. this year? Yeah, he retired. He yep. just retired this year. Yep. He's in the league for like uh, 45 years. Yep. Um, you know, you got uh, DeAndre Poe, solid guy. But the other guys, uh, you know, Kawan Short, Brian Burns, Mario Addison, uh, you know, just even. I think Poe helps him, but I think that's just an even. They're secondary. They kind of rotate guys in and out. It doesn't look so good now. I have him as a negative, but I think Ron Rivera and his his guys really coached that part of the game up, and the way they play defense makes them look better. Um, I agree with that. So I, I think that's going to be all right for them. And their schedule, I think, will be very helpful to them, especially early. I mean, I know they lead off with the Rams, but they get the Rams home. I think that's an advantage to them. Getting the Rams early, none of the Rams play during the preseason, so they're going to be rusty and have to play 1 o'clock game on the East Coast. Yep. And then they get Tampa a quick turnaround on a Thursday night, but it's home for them. That's big because I, I know Tampa's not that far away, but that's a division game that close, like that short a week, and Tampa's got to travel. It's never good for the travel team. Then they go to Arizona. Then they're at Houston. Not exactly world beaters, especially if uh, Clown doesn't look like Clowney's getting signed. No, it doesn't. Um, Jacksonville home, and then they get Tampa and London. That's not a bad little start for them. If they start out hot and get a little bit of confidence, could be pretty good for them. So, I I'm looking at some good things for them. What do you got? What do you got for uh, for the? Uh, Carolina Panthers. So I'm I'm higher on Carolina than most. Um, I love their 
uh, I saw their line came out at eight wins. Uh, I love the over. I um, think Cam Newton's extremely underrated. I love Norv Turner as an offensive coordinator. Um, that's his, that's where he, he should have never been a head coach. I agree. He's a great offensive coordinator. Uh, they were first in the league in rushing uh, yards per attempt, fourth in the league in rushing yards a game. So they're trying to protect him now with running the football, shorter throws, setting up that play action for the big throw. Um, I am high on those two receivers I mentioned. Uh, Curtis Samuel, if you want a fantasy sleeper, um, he's he's like the hot name right now going around. The guy is saying right now in practice he is literally uncoverable. Um, I think DJ Moore, he was there. That might be more their secondary than anything that, else. That could be. So. That could be. Um, even in uh, they had joint practices with another team. I forget which team, and they. They said this kid was incredible. Uh, DJ Moore, second year now in the league out of Maryland. Um, he's also flashing in camp. Um, even last year when they went on that five-game losing streak late, uh, or it was an eight-game losing streak, nine-game losing streak, five of those losses by, were by less than a touchdown. So I agree with you there about Rivera. He always seems to keep his teams in games. Yeah. And early in his career, he couldn't win close games. And later in his career, he started winning those close games. Uh, McCaffrey, absolute difference maker. That's a fantasy pickup right there. Oh, he's going to be number one or number two pick. Yep. Um, Ryan Khalil, their center, retired, which is not good. I think uh, he, I think that's the guy that went to the Jets. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, the, he he came out of retirement. To go, yep. He's, gonna, yep. he's not going to start right away because no. he had like an injury thing. Yep. Um, but they did sign a free agent. Um from Denver, Paradise, uh, who's played a lot, 57 games for Denver. So he's going to step in at center. I think their line will be decent. Okay. Uh, D-line is always a strength for them, and I agree with you. It's more coaching. Um, I love their first-round pick, Brian Burns out of FSU. Uh, he will generate, even if they put him in there just to rush the passer, uh, he's one of those freak athletes like Curse. Uh, he'll be able to get to the quarterback. Um, we forgot to mention our man. I love him, Luke Keekley. Absolute stud. He's gonna any defense he's on, they're gonna make plays, create turnovers. Gotta stay on the field though. He's gotta stay on the field. I love Shaq Thompson. He's another linebacker with a lot of speed. Um so I am higher on most. Uh I like uh Eric Reed in the secondary for Carolina. Higher than most on um Carolina. I love that over. Um, you know, they picked up Chris Hogan. He's uh from the Patriots. He's he knows how to win. He'll be a decent receiver. Um, so I like the Carolina Panthers to contend for first place in the NFC South. Well, we were talking a little bit about the San Diego Chargers before we started the podcast. I, I kind of said they had like a, a charmed life last year in the NFL. Panthers two and seven in games decided by seven points or less. Yeah, of course, one of the ones they won with the Giants, but uh, that usually evens out. Correct, correct. It always yep. regresses to the mean. Yep. So you know that's a that's another thing to look at. Uh, if you're looking to bet a season total uh, on the uh, Carolina Panthers. Let's go to the Saints. Who that? Who that Saints? The uh, robbed. I don't think they got robbed of the Super Bowl because the game wasn't over yet. Nope. And and bad calls happen all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. That's true. Uh, I'm not sure it motivates them. I wonder if it's one of those things that kicks them in the nuts and they don't get back up. Well, here's the thing. So the year before, you had the catch by Diggs. Yep. They lost the NFC Championship. Yep. Then they got the Rams 
you know, in a pretty good hole. I, they were right there, yep. you know, and you get the, the call that wasn't made. And so, again, you're that close to the Super Bowl and you get turned away. It's got to be hard for these guys to keep getting up and using, you know what I mean, and motivation and, and making all that stuff happen. With that said. They got Breeze motivating them. And they are a well-run team from the GM down through the coach. Yep. And they know how to spend their money. They know who to spend it on. And so they're they're pretty stacked top to bottom. It's just whether – I know they've had those two bad breaks at the end, but can they get back to that NFC championship game for the third time? That's not an easy thing to do. And not in the NFC. No. I, I, I'm a little concerned. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I'm really concerned – their QB, Drew Brees, top-notch. Not going to worry about him. Coaching, top-notch. Not going to worry about them. Offensive defensive lines are not bad. I don't think it's a plus, but I don't think it's bad either. So I think think they're pretty even there. I think their secondary is decent. Uh, I you know they picked up Eli Apple. Maybe he's a little bit better with them and a better surroundings than uh, the bullshit that was going on with the Giants the last couple of years. Uh, but you know Eli Apple. Uh, you have Von Bell at safety. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, uh, pretty darn good cor- uh, corner from Ohio State. And you got Marcus Williams at the other safety. That's it, it's not a bad secondary, and in their schedule, it's, it's not too bad. I, I they they really bookend this schedule. They they tough games beginning, tough games end. Start off Houston on a Monday night at the Rams. Right away, I think that's a game where you you got to take the Saints right because they're going to probably be getting points, and you know they're going to be super motivated. Uh, at Seattle and then Dallas home. Then it gets really soft in the middle, and then they finish up in Indianapolis home on a Monday night at Tennessee at Carolina. So it, their first four weeks aren't going to break them. The last three might. So we'll see We'll see how it goes there. But probably not good for them to start out 0-4 with all the uh, tough luck losses they've had in the, in, uh, the playoffs the last couple of years. Uh, I don't got much more for them. I mean, no Mark Ingram anymore, so not really a lot of depth. Uh, but they're pretty good at finding guys and drafting. Yep. Uh, so, so I mean, the running back situation, they got Kamara, Latavius Murray, you know, you know see if he can make a comeback, solid vet. Uh, wide receiver, again, after, you know, there's, a, there's another fancy guy. He gets a ton of targets and doesn't, ever drop the ball uh, after Michael Thomas. I mean, you're relying on Ted Ginn, who's, you know, either big time for you in, in uh, fantasy or, or, or frustrating as hell. Cause he, he disappears. And then uh, the tight end, Jared cook, a lot of hype, not a lot of follow through with him though. Huh? I actually love that signing a cook for them. Um, I think, think that, breeze gets something out of him. I think absolute breeze always loved a tight end. Uh, he had his best years when he had Jimmy Graham, um, and Cook had a really good year last year for the Raiders, so I, I love that signing. Um, just to correct myself, that first loss to Minnesota wasn't the championship. I think it was the it was divisional. divisional round. Yeah, but um, you know, you got a difference maker at running back with uh, Kamara. He's an absolute stud. He's just like McCaffrey. Um, I like that pickup of Latavius Murray. Um, I just think the the Saints are most like the Pats, and like they just have one of those systems where. They don't need a lot of stars, and it seems like whoever they bring in there does well. So I could see Murray 
uh, you know, getting a third of the carries along with Kamara and uh, having a great, you know, great season and, and putting up good numbers, maybe even being the goal line back. Yeah, because they're saying Kamara's not going to get more touches. No, it's going right. to be the same. Yep, so they'll pound it with Murray, and then Kamara will get the, you know, the big swing plays and the dump-offs. Um, I like. I think their offensive line is actually a strength. Um, I know Max Unger retired, uh, but as far as, you know, the rest of the guys there um, – Andres Pete, he's a Pro Bowler, first team. I mean, he's one of the best guards in football. Um, so I think their line is going to be strong. Um, the GM Mickey Loomis, he he signs the right guys. He drafts the right guys on the line. Uh, they don't have a lot of huge names there, but they're all really good. Uh, as far as defense goes, Cameron Jordan's an absolute monster on the line. Uh, he's somebody that commands double teams, so frees everybody else. I like their secondary with uh, Lattimore, and I think Eli Apple's a perfect complement to him. Um, and I think Von Bell's a good safety. Um, um, they moved up to take that guy, Marcus Davenport, a couple years ago, getting off that number one pick. I think he's going to blossom his second year down there. Um, better. Yeah, he better. <laughs> and they, they drafted a, a kid out of A&M, uh, McCoy, who's a good offensive lineman too. So I think they're going to be good. Um, another little pickup that not not a lot of people talk about. They got Malcolm Brown off uh, the Patriots, and uh, I think he'll be able to get plugged in there and, and be a good contributor on defense for them. So uh, right now, despite all the uh, heartbreak city, I'm looking at them in Carolina competing for uh, first place in the NFC South. And last place, I mean last team, <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bruce Arians, your guy from Pittsburgh. Yep. He's running it back with his whole Arizona staff. He is. He literally cleaned house in Tampa. There is nobody left except for assistant strength and conditioning guy, Chad Wade, that was with Tampa last year. It is a reboot. As far as reboots go, the rebootiest. Is that, is that a word, a bootiest? Um, you, got, you got Todd Bowles as defensive coordinator. That's that's pretty good. I like that. He doesn't have to think about the defense at all, just take care of it, kind of like a, a Wade Phillips type yep. for him. Yep. Hey, he's, he's got Brian left, which is offensive coordinator, but Arians is running the offense. Let's not be fooled. Hey. Although he did say he's giving up play calling to Leftwich, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, for now. For now. For now. So I he's still got Jameis Winston at quarterback. Super talented. Super perplexing. Uh, how many bullet, full, bullet holes are in his feet right now? Because he has a habit of shooting himself in the foot. Uh, I have them as a minus at QB just because he's not trust. You can't trust him to be there. Uh, coaching, I, I love Arians as a coach. Love him as a coach. That offensive line stinks. Their secondary stinks. You lose Jason Pierre-Paul with the neck injury in the car accident. That drops their defensive line play down a little bit, but it's still a pretty good defensive line, and their schedule's not not kind. Schedule's not kind for them. Uh, they got San Fran, which I don't know. With what's going on with Garoppolo, maybe that's not a bad thing. They got San Fran home. They have to go to Carolina a short week on a Thursday. Being in the way team on a Thursday stinks. They get the Giants at home. That's That might not be – be good or that could be the death of uh, as uh nick would say the the final nail in the coffin for eli manning and we'll see daniel jones 
at the Rams, at New Orleans, and then Carolina and London. They beat Carolina twice by October 13th. So that, that October 13th game at Carolina, that's 9.30 in the morning East Coast time, 6.30 Vegas time, Nick, and we will be there in Vegas for that 6.30 in the morning, probably at probably at a, a sports book, bright and early, me and you, everybody else is sleeping in, holding a table for everybody. Absolutely. So, uh what you got? What you got in Carol uh, on uh, Tampa Bay? Uh, so I have a lot of history with Arians as far as coaching uh, with the Steelers. Remember now, he's worked with Manning, Carson Palmer, Big Ben. Uh, I think he is a quarterback whisperer. I think uh, Jameis is going to have this is going to be his turnaround year in the NFL. If he um, do, if it's not now, he's done. I agree. If Arians can't get anything, he's done. Nobody will. And Arians will be done. Um, I agree. Their offensive line needs work, um, especially when he you know he wants to hit those big shots down the field. So um, that's why Evans is one of my, the guys I'm looking at. Yep. Uh, um, the thing up. is, too, Arians he calls a lot of those shots on you know on running downs, first down, early in the series, so it helps the O line able to. You know, keep the guys in there to deliver the deep throws. And uh, Winston's a big boy, so I'm sure he can take some shots. Um, you know, it's it's rumored that Arian sees a lot of Roethlisberger, and uh, I mean a lot of uh, Roethlisberger and Winston, but we'll see. Uh, so I love Mike Evans. Uh, Chris Godwin's been having a really good camp. Um, I think he's going to take a big step up. Yeah, two good tight ends, Cameron Bray and O.J. Yeah, Howard. Two good tight ends. I so they can do um, some of that big – I mean, even if they go big – Yep. He could really pass out of that and really fool some people. Yep. The, the running game. Get those guys down the yeah, seam. Peyton Barber. Yeah, yeah, Not know. in love with those running backs. But you uh, know what? It doesn't really matter now. No. <laughs> Ronald Jones. I'm not in love with either one of those guys. Um, you know, they got rid of D-Jack, uh, which is going to take away that deep threat. But I heard uh, D-Jack and Winston, I mean, didn't get along. And he was uh, lobbying for Fitzpatrick and stuff. So I'm. And they got rid of Fitzpatrick, so they took away his competition. Yeah. So this is Winston's time. Um, as you, far as you don't think Blaine Grabert's going to push him? No, no. But hey, you never know. <laughs> as far as defense goes, I agree that Pierre Paul car accident's huge. Um, there's rumors McCoy might get traded or released because of his cap hit. I haven't heard anything about that. Um, I love their fifth round choice, Devin White, uh, kid out of LSU, stud playmaker, tackling machine. Big, fast, exactly what they needed to try to revamp that defense. Um, they have a wide receiver you like as a sleeper, right? Godwin? Godwin, you like yeah, him? I, I mentioned him, yep, yep. Um, secondary, not in love with, um, you know, but they, they used some picks on it. Uh, the kid out of uh, Florida, Hargraves, yep. he, a big year for him, too, to step up. Make so. a break year for him. Yep. I'm like, and, hey, they got bowls there. Great defensive coordinator, not a good head coach, but a great defensive coordinator. He may be enough to, uh, you know, mass things. So, and uh, they spent three of their, you know, second, third, second and two third round picks on guys in the secondary. So, they they know where they need help, and they're trying to do it. Um, with all think, that said, think they meant Brent, miss Brent Grimes and his uh, controversial wife yeah, uh, tweeting bullshit out. I don't think so. <laughs> I think, um, you know, I just think that division is super competitive, and I think they're just going to be the fourth team, but not be a horrible team. It's just they're. This could be a division where everybody's between ten and seven. Yeah, wins. a game or a game or two out, you know, but between each other. That's that's the way I see that division going down. So, 
All right. Before we get to the AFC South, uh, don't forget to visit JeffreyBelanger.com. All Major League Baseball picks, NFL picks will be there absolutely free. You go there, look at the picks, make some bets. You win something, hey, why don't you click on an Amazon banner app. Buy yourself something nice, a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show. No additional cost to you. And don't forget about MyBookieAG. Use MyBookieAG to make those bets. Use the promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, at checkout. Uh, you get a 50% sign-up bonus, and they got a super contest. Pick five games each week. Winner ta- winner gets like a hundred grand, hundred hundred fifty thousand in, in prizes. Minimum top yep. fifteen places. If there's more than two thousand people signing up, they're gonna have quarterly prizes. So the the best uh, first quarter of the season, second quarter of the season, third quarter of the season, fourth quarter of the season, there'll be prizes. Um, absolutely great. You don't need a proxy like they do the ones in Vegas. I uh, do everything online. Uh, it's it's fantastic. It's, uh, something you. Uh, be uh, it's a hundred dollar entry fee, and you can make three entries. I'm not sure you'd want to do three entries, but I, I'm not me. I mean, kind of repetitive. Uh, but maybe you do three entries in the first four weeks. You make all the entries the same, and if you're at the top, then you start playing around with stuff. I, I don't know. I w- we'll be definitely talking about the the super contest this yes. year. Yes. So uh, uh, go to go to my bookie AG. Use the promo code Darth at checkout, and uh, when you do that, it helps support the cost of the show too. So uh, appreciate that. AFC South. I used to call this division the AFC Suck. Uh, not so much anymore. But I think last year might have been uh, just a result of the soft schedule that the South had. Not to help Jacksonville. But uh, what, what, do you, what do you like about the Houston Texans? Guns. So this is another division along with uh, the NFC South. I think this division is going to be fiercely contested. Uh, basically, they're playing the last weekend to decide who wins this division. Um, I think these teams are all pretty even amongst each other. As far as the Texans go, um, if I had to pick a favorite right now, it would be them. Um, I think Deshaun uh, Watson played last year hurt for like the first he had to take a bus to a game. Yeah, three quarters of the season and still managed to win some games. I mean, he's a tough kid. Uh, we saw what he can do in college. He's just a winner. Um, I think Bill O'Brien's going to finally get his due and uh, get this division this year. So, I mean, they have a tough schedule. but I, I think they might have the toughest schedule in football this yep. year. Yep. I don't know percentage-wise if it is, but just looking at Seven it. Seven games against playoff teams, including four division winners. But listen to the murderer's row they have. At New Orleans, Jacksonville home. Okay, maybe that's a little break. But then they're at the Chargers, Carolina home, Atlanta home, at Kansas City, at Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Then you get a break on October 27th. You get Oakland home. Good, because you don't have a break the rest of the year. You got to go to London to play Jacksonville. You get the bye. Then you're at Baltimore, Indy on a Thursday night, short week. They're home. That helps. Home for New England, home for Denver, at Tennessee, at Tampa, and then Tennessee home. Not an easy schedule. Not like last year's cupcake fest that they have. So, they uh, new offensive coordinator. Uh, they have a new quarterbacks coach. Uh, 
Carl Smith came over from Seattle. He had a big role in developing Russell Wilson. So uh, maybe they're seeing like a little similarity there. About this the- is this is a team that got Matt Khalil, not the Jets. The Jets got somebody else. Oh, they got Khalil. They got okay. They, they, uh, yeah. Okay. So that offensive line that that triggered it when you said offensive line. Got it. Um, I love Hopkins, best receiver in the game right now, hands down to me. Uh, Fuller's back and he's healthy. He makes a difference on that offense. He's a big play threat. Um, and him and Watson got a little little connection. Um, so I think the key to the season, and we're gonna keep, I'm gonna keep harping on this, is their offensive line, which was absolutely putrid last year. Um, I guess it can't get worse. It can't get worse. They got one guy that's coming back. That's their center, Nick Martin. Uh, he's guaranteed his job. Everybody else, the job, it's up for grabs. So uh, that's my only worry about this team is if they can't block people and uh, run the ball, then they're going to be in big trouble, and Watson's going to take another beating. I have a couple issues with this group. and I Now, I picked them to go to Super Bowl last year and the year before. Not doing it this year. They lose Tyron Matthew. They lose Kareem Jackson in that secondary. That really hurts their secondary. That's not good uh, in the NFL. Their defensive line is a plus-plus defensive line. But if you don't get Clowney and Watt hasn't been healthy. That changes everything. That changes everything. Offensive line, let's see what happens. Again, another copycat team. They basically revamped this whole offensive line. And why the hell not? Because they sucked last year anyway. They do have Nuke. They do got Watson. I think Watson's fantastic. Uh, I was high on him. They tore his ACL or busted his knee his rookie year there. Um, I love him as a quarterback. Love him as a leader. I'm not big on on Bill O'Brien. The whole front office Thing that's going on. If you knew Clowney wasn't going to be there, why didn't you get rid of him earlier? Now they're kind of screwed because uh, they didn't tra- trade him before July something, I heard. Um, so they're just – part of the thing in the NFL is you lose players and you got to be ready to pick up a guy and have people ready. And if their front office is a hot mess like it is right now, what are they gonna do? So I'm not I'm not high in the Texans this year at all. I don't have any like over under bets on them or anything like that because I think Deshaun Watson is that talented. He could be like a uh, uh, who's he? Russell Wilson type where he can just carry a team. Yep. When things are are, are not going well, so. But not a team I'm looking for to come out of the South. Okay. So um, secondary needs to improve. Their secondary was horrible last year, and they lost Tyron Matthew yep. and, and um, Kareem uh, Jackson. Yep. Two they of their best secondary guys. Added uh, Tyshawn Gibson out of uh, Jacksonville. He's a, he's a good guy. Um, Justin Reed, their third round pick last year. He played. He had a great season. Great safety. Made a lot of big plays. He'll be back year two. He should be better. Um, and then they sent their second-round pick on a safety from uh, Kentucky, Lonnie Johnson. So they're hoping he makes a difference. So, again, you got a team with weakness, and uh, they're you know drafting, trying to make it stronger. They used their number one pick on an offensive uh, tackle, a kid out of uh, Alabama State, Howard. Some say he's a little bit of a project. Some say he might have a chance to start this year. 
And then they used their second second round pick on another tackle, this guy out of Northern Illinois. So they they know where the weaknesses are. Um, I think they're going to be competitive and competing for that division spot. But if they can't block anybody, they're going to be in big trouble. Yep. The Colts, the captain, the captain. He's a good follow on Twitter. I missed I missed him when I was off Twitter for six months. Uh, Andrew Locke. What's going on with his leg? This is this oh so familiar with his shoulder injury, right? Yep. Uh, I think Jacoby Brissett is a very good backup, and you got Frank Reich as coach, and I think he is fantastic as a coach. Their offensive line was a negative two years ago; it was a plus last year. It's gonna be a plus again this year. Defensive line is getting better. Secondary is getting better. Uh, they add Justin Houston. A uh, little bit of a pass rush specialist. Uh, they have really good linebackers. So I, I think things look good for the Colts other than Andrew Luck's luck. Yeah, that, that's that's a little bit of a negative there for them. Their schedule isn't as tough as Houston's, but it's still pretty tough. So you got a tough schedule uh, and maybe Andrew Luck out for a little while. Uh, what are you thinking with the Colts here? Um, so if I knew the status of luck, they would be by far my favorites to win this division. But uh, I don't know. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And this team has screwed this up before with him. And maybe nothing's wrong. Maybe it's not as bad as we all think it is. But I don't know. I just I don't have a good feeling about it. Um, I love what Frank Reich does with that offense, those RPOs, and tons of different formations. And um I mean, Luck had 39 TDs last year, and he threw to 13 different guys. So it doesn't matter who's lined up or, you know, who the receiver is. If the guy's open, he's going to get the ball. Um, but it's not Luck. <laughs> I know. They got to have Luck, though. Without Luck, it's not going to happen. Um, they're committed to running the ball. Um, Marlon Mack gets hurt all the time, but they got a couple backups in Hines, and I heard Jordan Wilkins got hurt. So, But they're committed to the run. Uh, good receivers, TYs there. They drafted that kid, Paris uh, Campbell, out of, um, I believe it was Miami. He's he's a game-breaker. Um, O-line is a definite strength. Uh, Quentin Nelson, awesome pick uh, when they took him. Uh, Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. He's, he's going to be playing. Yep. He's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder because Absolutely. he didn't get selected to the Pro Bowl. He's not happy about it. Yep. And I think he might be a monster in the middle for him. So, yep. um, you know, that's a, another thing they have going for him. I think they will compete for the division even if Luck doesn't play. Uh, no, I don't think the Texans are going to win this division. Colts, maybe. Yeah, anything else on the Colts? Uh, no, just Paris Campbell. I'm sorry, that was Ohio State. Uh, just I like their uh, that first round pick. A guy the Steelers were looking at, Rocky Asin. Uh, as a safety in the second round. Um, so they're trying to improve that that secondary. I agree with you on the Justin Houston. Um, you get more pressure. Uh, makes everything easier to, for the guys out there to cover. Um, and it, like I said, if uh, luck, is, luck is in there and you get Paris Campbell in the slot with T.Y. on the outside, I mean, they can they can do some, some definite damage. So uh, we'll see. I think them, the fact that they're going to be able to run the ball despite even if Luck's not there will make a difference, but I have them competing with the Texans to win this division. All right. The Jaguars. 
Jacksonville Jaguars. What you got for Jacksonville? Uh, at least they, at least they don't have uh, Blake Bortles Blake anymore. That, that's a that's a plus at the quarterback position. It is. Uh, not that I'm sold truly on Foles, but it's better than uh, what they had. It's definitely better than what they had. So he'll take some chances. He'll make a big play here or there. Um, they're bringing in D. Filippo, guy that got fired from Minnesota. Um, you know, it, it seems like uh, Fournette maybe has seen the light because he uh, he said he had to kick a bunch of people out of his house. He had some bad influ- influencers. Yep. He said he's in the best shape of his life. So maybe it, maybe this might be a year he breaks out. He's got a reputation already of like not being committed, and uh, you know he had that stupid fight in Buffalo where he ran across the field and he got ran, ejected for a game. He ran for four hundred thirty nine yards yeah. last year. As That's your, pathetic. As a first round pick, that cannot happen. No. Um, top ten pick. They're was another. He? Yeah, he was top ten pick. Yep. Yeah. Um, they're another team with. Uh, you know, they had some huge injuries last year that ruined their season on their offensive line. They lost Cam Robinson last year. He tore his ACL. Yep. Um, he's hurt again. Yeah. May not start week one. He's key. They've got to have him in there. That um, was one of my weaknesses for them. Their O line health has been bad. Uh, Robinson, Norwell, yep. and uh, Brandon Lindler yep. have all have injury they lost histories. All three of those guys last year, so and yeah, they all have injury histories, and yep. they, they can't have that again. And you know, once you start getting banged up like that, it's just a, it's a repeat. Because the year they went to the to the AFC Championship, that was their strength, yep. their offensive line. They would just pound the ball on everybody, even with Bortles. They were able to do it. Um, defense, I think the defense has a bounce back year. They only forced uh, seventeen turnovers last year. They had 33 the year before. Yeah, so I think I, that's going to balance out. I think Coughlin has done a good job of, of really getting a lot of talent for that defensive line. He can really rotate guys in like he did with the Giants. Yep, and they took uh, that Calais kid. Calais Campbell. They got Josh Marce- Allen. Marcel Darius. Kentucky. Yep. They got Josh Allen in the first round this year. Yep. Uh, Arby Jones. Yeah, uh, Yannick Nanakwe. Uh, the Maryland kid. Like they, They've – Got some talent in that front seven. And in the backs, too, yeah. with uh, our yeah. boy there. Uh, Ramsey's Ramsey. got, a, he's got yep. a big mouth. He needs to shut the hell up. Yep. Play some football. Yep. <laughs> but he's, he's a good player, A.J. Boyu. I mean, he had a down year, but he's a good player. And they got a couple rookies in there now, young guys that are going to compete. So they also, they also have a hard schedule. Yeah, I have them as a negative for a schedule. I have them even at quarterback. I like Doug Marone. He's not a great coach, but he's not bad. He kind of gets it. And they know he knows what they are, and he kind of mix, matches their defense to match their offense. They kind of complement each other well. Uh, offensive line is not bad if they stay healthy. I love the defensive line. Secondary is not bad. It's a it's that schedule uh, that could be a bugaboo. First six games are brutal. Yeah, and that's that's what scares me because if they start out slow again, it could be same old same old in Jacksonville. You got Kansas City home. Then you're at Houston. Then you're Tennessee home Thursday night. At least it's home. Uh, at Denver, not easy to play. At Carolina, New Orleans home. That's a tough six games. They come out of that one and five. They're in big trouble. They're in big trouble yep. because that's just a, a, you know, just for their history of what they've done. So. Uh, fancy guy wise, you looking for anybody in, on them fancy wise? I like I like D.D. Westbrook. 
Um, Fantasy-wise, I like their defense. Um, And if Fournette is hanging around in round three or four, I'm jumping on him. But I don't think he'll be there. But I think people are, like, down on him and kind of think he's a bust. And I could see him having a bounce back here. I think they're going to play back to that old-school Jacksonville football, recommitted to the run. We're going to try to run no matter what, keep games close, let our defense keep us in the game, and have Foles make a play or two down the stretch. So. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about Jacksonville. Tennessee. Tennessee Titans. This is a team I think that's going to compete for the division title with Indianapolis. I think Jacksonville's not too far. They're going to be two, three games back. But I think Tennessee's a 10-win team. Uh, I, I really like them. Uh, I think they know who they are. I think Mike Vrabel gets it as a coach. He knows what they are. He puts them in positions to win. Uh, I think their secondary uh, might be the the best in the NFL. And this is a passing league. And you got the best secondary in the NFL. This defense is really, really underrated. The defensive line is decent, but their secondary is freaking fantastic. Offensive line is a little bit better. I'm a little concerned about right tackle at the moment. Uh, but Rabel, I give a plus. Quarterback has been an issue because he can't stay healthy. I think they did a smart thing by getting Tannehill because the backups they've had in the past has been it's been awful. And once Mariota goes down, they're freaking cooked. Now Mariota goes down, which is inevitable. He's going to miss three or four weeks. You know Tannehill is an NFL quarterback that, that can actually compete and win you games. These other guys weren't winning them games. So I, I really like uh, this team going forward. Uh, not, I'm not sure I want anybody on their team for fantasy football-wise. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big believer in Derrick Henry. Uh, but I think this is just like this, the Patriots, a team that finds a way to win. What do you, got, what do you think about Tennessee? Um, so I'm not as high as you. Uh, and the biggest worry was what you already mentioned is that uh, they're saying Tannehill actually has a chance to beat out Mariota to be the week one starter. They're saying it's not set in stone. And uh, Is that them just pushing Mariota? I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I think it's becoming a, almost we're at the point in the NFL now where quarterbacks are going to start to become like running backs. Just They're making the rules so easy for these guys to throw the ball around the yard that anybody's going to be able to do it. But I don't think we're there yet. And uh, I look at their quarterback position as a huge weakness. Um, so they're going to rely on Henry and uh, – they got Adam Humphreys, you know, wide Lewis, receiver, pounding from, the ball. I don't like their receivers. I don't see any Adam, difference maker there. But Adam Humphreys is, helps. It's better than what they yep. were last year. It he is. helps that. But they're still that. They don't have that threat or that one guy that can. Is Corey Davison finally come through? Because he's been talked about for years. I, and I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Um, Delaney Walker, if he's healthy. I mean, he was a big-time tight end before he got hurt last yep, year. Yep. No, he's legit. I like him. But I, I do not like their receiving core. Um, I agree with you. I think their defense is going to be one of the best in the league. Um, they ran the second most last year, so they're going to continue to to pound the ball. That secondary is loaded. Um, it's going to be a big strength for them. I like their linebackers. I like their D-line. Um, so there's lots of things I like about them, but that quarterback situation scares me. Um and I think in, in you just got to have that guy to win, and I don't think they have that guy right now. And I think that's going to be the difference between them winning this division and them being second or third place in this division. So a couple bets. 
Uh, not many bets, little little bets, preseason bets uh, for the season from the South, NFC and AFC. But the Titans, I do. Titans that make the playoffs, like the Jets, are plus two fifty. That's not you're you're taking maybe possibly the best defense in the league. They're probably going to make the playoffs, and to them for them to win the division, plus six fifty. Wow, this is going to be a very competitive yeah, division. They could win the division. They could. And like, yep. I'm betting a number on that. Yep. That's, that's you know. It could be them. It might be in Indianapolis, but at plus six fifty, that that's too good of odds to let that pass by. So there you have it. The South. We wrapped up the South a little bit quicker than the East. We're under an hour for this one. Uh, we'll be back again probably Friday. You'll you'll hear another podcast on Friday, and uh, I will have college football picks. It's college football, Nick. Starting on Saturday. It's already here. I can't believe We got it. Miami and Florida, and then you got Arizona and Hawaii. And uh, we will have some football picks. Me and Darth Wager and I record Thursday early in the morning, uh, the fo- the uh, college football segment. And then uh, me and Nick will be back for the uh, the West, the West Divisions on Friday with you. Thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to visit AG. Use promo code Darth at checkout. Sign up for that super contest before the NFL season starts. And uh, don't forget, promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H. Uh, go to JeffreyBelanger.com. Look at all the picks there. They're absolutely free. Click on Amazon Banner ad. Buy yourself something nice. And the Amazon Banner ad looks like my book, Squeeze Play. I've written three of them, uh, Fourth and Dead, uh, Code Blood Red, and Squeeze Play. Uh, it's, it's a trilogy right now. There's supposed to be nine coming out, but I'm too much into sports and haven't written much lately. So uh, it's still stuck on three. Uh, you can get that. From my publisher, thewordverb.com, or if you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, um, you can uh, download that to your favorite electronic reading device. Hope the Larry Zonka episode, number 39. There were no fumbles in this one that I, I could tell, so we didn't have a reach, uh, re, uh, repeat of uh, Joe Pisarczyk and the Miracle in the Meadowlands. I hope everybody has a, a great finish to your work week. We'll be back with you on Friday.